Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of In the End. There's always a Disney guy. You guys already know. This ain't nothing new. Y'all already know. Make sure y'all go to DisneyGuy.tk. Y'all already know the deal. Um, And subscribe to my blog, obviously. And get you some merchandise. Merchshop.DisneyGuy.tk there, this is nothing new about this. I say this over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. Um, but let's get into my article that we're going to be discussing. Um... I gotta pull it up. I'm sorry, guys. I should have had this pulled up. Um, are you serious? They literally had 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 it on here. Here we go, guys. I have it pulled up. Why Wandavision's ending worked better than the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and also Loki. Um. Despite criticisms that the MCU shows on Disney Plus are extended commercials for the future films, WandaVision ending has been the strongest, obviously. I mean, if you guys remember what happened in the finale of um, WandaVision, she took down the barrier. Obviously, that was so emotional because the barrier is what created her family and her her little Westview reality in her 1950s world. But when she took that barrier down... Everything in it went down with it. And that was kind of sad because it was like, no one will know what she sacrificed because their feelings won't change about her. I mean, she, there is an other side to this. She did keep a lot of people against their will and change them into people that they didn't want to be. That was one of the things. And that's one of the things that they won't forget about her, unfortunately, in this case. If you guys remember, if you've seen the finale of WandaVision. Despite the shared criticism that the endings of the MCU Disney Plus series feel like extended trailers for the future films, WandaVision has the strongest conclusion when compared to Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. Essentially, their popular opinion that each show's finale was hurt by the setup for various future projects from Marvel Studios, rather than creating quality and dynamic ending. And that was what I was saying. Like, I get why it ended the way it did. Which, that's what makes me wish that Loki came first because in What If, there could have been many ways WandaVision could end it. WandaVision could have, um, she could have kept the portal open and just released the Westview citizens and it could have just been them and the family. Um, it could have been a lot of endings that, possible endings that they could have did to make WandaVision end, you know, better because it honestly kind of ended sadly. It, it, the ending was sad. Um, and, and very deep, I'll say that. Um, rather than creating quality and dynamic endings for the current story told, being told, while there is some genuine truth behind the sentiment, it should be noted that Marvel's WandaVision featured the best ending scene thus far, despite having its own share of elements that set up future MCU chapters. In the Falcon and the Winter Soldier's case, set up for Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts, and Thunderbolts plot line. Yeah, and that's what I also knew. I, I was, I don't know if you guys watch videos on YouTube, on IGN and stuff, um, about future product, uh, projects for Marvel. Obviously, Marvel is going, 
a little bit based off the comics. Well, not a little bit, a lot. Because most of these shows are in movies are actually from the comic books that came out like in 1998 and all that. These it seems it seems as if Marvel is not only just following the Marvel plot line, but it's also following the comic books because the comic books obviously came first. If you haven't read a Marvel comic book before, and the Dark Avengers is whew, that's a dark chapter, and I hope you guys you should get the comic book so you could be prepared. Um, and Captain America Four took up a good amount of its finale, hurting opportunities that should have been taken to conclude the actors the actors of the current characters, particularly when it comes to Bucky Barnes. Likewise, while Loki may have the benefit of being the only show with a confirmed second season, a stronger conclusion for its narrative was definitely sacrificed in favor of 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 setting up not of. Up not only Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, but Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. However, while WandaVision has its share of future teases for Secret Invasion and the Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange sequel as well, it does take the time to provide a solid and meaningful conclusion in its finale episode, such as the goodbye shared by Wanda Maximoff and Vision that marks the end of their family and life that they had built in the town of Westview. Being in a shared cinematic universe, it's not inherently bad to reference and tease um, to be said for finding the balance, for finding the, the balance of something. Yeah. Um, however, there is something to be said how, for finding balance something Finding the balance, something Marvel's Disney Plus series need to work on, even with WandaVision having the relatively strongest ending. In Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the final battle with the Flag Smashers was won, leaving the remainder of the episode to wrap things up. However, a lot of time was focused on the setting up of the future rather than closing the current chapter. With Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes, Instead, the series took precious time in its finale to feature not only John Walker's transition into the U.S. agent and recruitment to the Contessa's team of Dark Avengers and Thunderbolts, but also the most villainous future of Emily. Van kept Sharon Carter as the power broker. The reveal was either setting up a plotline for Captain America 4 or the upcoming Armor Wars series starring Don Cheadle's War Machine. In contrast, while Sam Wilson's conclusion in the series was a bit better than Bucky's, it still wasn't great. Viewers could have been shown more of the new status quo for Sam as the new Captain America, and there are virtually no details provided as to where Bucky stood in the MCU after making amends with your Nakajima. Instead, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was too preoccupied with the future rather than closing out the present moment as the series met its end. Loki sets up Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and obviously Doctor Strange 2 if you've seen season 1. While Loki is the only MCU Disney Plus series to benefit from a confirmed second season, it still has issues where the finale felt like a promo for what's next in the Loki season 1 finale. A large amount of time was spent providing exposition and an introduction to the concepts of the multiverse as well as he who remains. Whose variant will be who, who whose variant will be Kang the Conqueror, the confirmed villain for Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Additionally, all the time spent explaining the multiverse made the fi finale seem feel like a primer for Doctor 
Doctor Strange 2. And that's what I said. I mean, Loki, the finale of Loki was the, the entire episode was Loki and Sylvia discussing the multiverse with He Who Remains. That was the entire episode. That was so annoying. I thought the finale was going to be super duper deep. Not be a long, long trailer for like Doctor Strange. We already know what's going to happen in Doctor Strange 2. It's pretty obvious. Additionally, all the time spent explaining the multiverse made the, the finale feel primer for Doctor Strange 2, doing a lot of the heavy lifting so the future film doesn't have to explain so much. While this is perhaps a benefit for the upcoming film, it came at the expense of the series. As a result, hardly many any time time was given to close out the arcs and begin in Loki's early episodes. Several elements were left to hang until the deep the debut of de the debut of Loki season two. Like where Sylvie went after killing He He Remains, as well as how Holoki truly felt about her sending him away so she could fulfill her life's goal of vengeance. While the, the consolation is that there will be a second season to the narrative, the focus on the future films involving the multiverse resulted in many, many perceiving the series finale to be lackluster, not quite sticking to the landing that it should have. Now, WandaVision sets up Secret Invasion and Doctor Strange 2 with the strongest ending. In comparison to Falcon and the Winter Soldier in Loki, WandaVision's finale is certainly the strongest, despite a scene where Monica Rambeau set up the future Secret Invasion series. WandaVision also featured a final scene that set up Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. However, this tease was less egregious as it directly involved Wanda herself in her arc in the current series. Seeing her reading the Darkhold and hearing the voices of her children from across dimensions, which set up her own major role in the Doctor Strange sequel. Likewise, WandaVision featured a solid finish for its final episode. All the same, seeing Wanda manage, managing her grief by finally letting go of, of the vision and family she had created with her powers in the town of Westview. Um, but yeah, let's also get into, um, the, the Dark Avengers. What are the Dark Avengers? So, I haven't really read the Marvel comic books, but I do urge you, if you want to know more about what the Dark Avengers are, obviously, if you can tell by the title, it's an evil version of the Avengers, obviously. Um, okay, Google is getting on my nerves. Dark Avengers. Um, let me see. So let me pull it up. So what are the Dark Avengers is what I'll say. Yeah, what are the Dark Avengers? Okay. Man, it says the Dark Avengers are the most successful villain, villainous teams in the history of Marvel Comics, consisting of the worst foes our heroes face. The Dark Avengers are one of the most successful teams. Dang. So the Dark Avengers are a group of super super villains who banded together under the leadership of the influential Norman Osborn, who was also the leader of the Thunderbolts and Shields. They battled the real Avengers many times throughout their career, as well as the X-Men. Man. It seems like the Punisher 
is the darkest hero of them all. Compared to his foes, his motivations are much darker. Dang. Shoot, I'm kind of I'm kind of scared, man. But um, let me see what Wikipedia has to say about them. What Wikipedia? Um, Wikipedia says. Um, let's see. So you got Iron Patriot, Spider Man, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Wolverine, Captain Marvel, Ares, the Sentry. Wolverine, Hulk, man, Scarlet Witch, I'm not even surprised, Thor, um, oh, I'm scared, yeah, that, I mean, I'm pretty sure when they create a movie about the Dark Avengers, oh my gosh, that's probably gonna be one of the, that's gonna be like a, a four-hour movie, because that's going to be a deep movie. But thank you for listening in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you subscribe and follow this podcast on Google, Spotify, and any other streaming podcast platforms. Um, and yeah, make sure you subscribe to my blog. Make sure you get some merchandise at shop.disneyguide.tk. You guys already know. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening in. I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, you guys, bye-bye.